So we've just been having an amazing, insightful conversation with Lapping the Island. Now, guys, not a nausea business episode at all. This was purely about social media marketing. So if you had to box this episode, those people who want to be influencers, who want to learn about social media marketing, how to grow a brand. Yeah. And look, so many, so many things to take away. We've got from basically how to start, what equipment to use, um, what's it like, the realities. The dark side of social media and the positive side Something of about panties media. going missing. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that was possibly one of the more insightful episodes. But again, I want to preface it. And this is the reason why we're doing a little bit of an intro is we want to preface it with, it's not a business episode as such, but we want you to listen, take the nuggets out of this. You would learn a hell of a lot about social media marketing. There was so much I didn't that know. That you would be able to apply to your business. Just to give you a little, a little taster, a little snifter, if you like, before we get into it. You know, one of the things that I took away was, hey, Using your insights on Instagram um, or Hootsuite, which is where I'm thinking now where I'm going to take that idea, post it a little bit before they say to get a little power boost on the rankings. That's it. You know, how many people you need to be Facebook, YouTube monetized? Not all social media platforms play nicely with each other. I think what I love about Lapping the Island was their authenticness, how honest, and and that comes through in... yeah. Everything that they're doing. I saw the YouTube videos yesterday, so I have to admit, I wasn't a follower of them. Anthony's introduced me. And I got the same thing that I saw on my TV as we had right here. Look, honestly, it's a great husband and wife team who packed up everything, started going around Australia, and were able to, with what they're doing, teach other people, respond to other people, and grow their brand to a pretty good powerhouse. And more importantly, how to go on holidays for free. Definitely. Well, let's listen. I don't like let's listen. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, crack a beverage of your choice or warm the kettle, get it on, pour the teacup, crack the beer, pour that little snifter of rum and get yourselves into this one. This is a colonial IPA. This is a cracker. Enjoy. Coming to you from the land down under, this is the Inbound Outbound Podcast, your number one source for actionable sales and marketing interviews for small to medium-sized businesses. If you're a business owner or salesperson in need of a good laugh and some great information, this is the podcast for you. And now your host, James Wright. Right. Hello, closers, and welcome back to episode five of Inbound Outbound, the podcast for business owners and sales professionals providing you with actionable sales and marketing insights you can use today to grow your revenue tomorrow. This week, we have some guests fresh in from lapping the island to disgrace right here in the Docker's Den, taking the time out to sip some pina coladas to chat all things social media. We have Derek and Jade from lapping the island. Welcome, 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 Derek and Jay. Thank you for having us. us. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, it's not on the sheet, but I wanted to go into just on the spot a quick thought. I know you guys because our children actually went to school together, and uh, I think I followed you on your journey from sort of being school parents to now lapping the island. Can you give us a bit of background? What is lapping the island, and how did that come about? Who are we? We're a family of five that sold up 
everything from living a conventional way of life to travel Australia full time. What started out to be a 12-month trip has now been a solid four years on the road. AKA the dream. Wow. (laughs) Four years. And uh, obviously you went through that COVID period. Yep. We've had a, a lot of hiccups <laughs> it hasn't like you know you just said it's living the dream and it is living the dream when it's good but when it's not good it's not good <laughs> at the same stage we try to show both sides so good and bad yes yeah. it's not just instagram real it's our life and it has been good and bad and we've tried to show that as well so Oh, mate, we've done well. Look, Facebook, 11,000 followers. Instagram, 19,300 followers. And our least favourite. YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> 13,500 followers. How did you get started with organic social media? How did you build social media? Wait, why is YouTube your least favourite? Because I hate the editing. I'm going through oh, the process of doing right. this. There is literally Perfect. a quality difference between what we do on this, which is, I think, quite good, to... Well, the what hard we do on YouTube, work and it's that just YouTube. Like, <laughs> nobody a lot of hard understands how much effort goes it. into YouTube. Like, transitions, I was like, what is that? And then I got feedback on the first episode that we did, like, it's too cutty. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's been literally a nightmare. So it is my least favorite now. Though I love watching it, I just hate making it. Yeah, watching yeah. yourself back over and over and over, there is nothing worse. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into that nitty gritty. All right. What was that question you asked me? Oh, look, back to that. How did you get started with the social media brand building? So take us back to building the brand, Lapping the Island. Originally it started, we came to you, Anthony, and we said, my dad and my mum want to know where we are 24-7, even when we're off grid. And you said, I've got an awesome concept. Let's put a website up and let's track you while you're travelling around Australia, which was called Spotwiler. No. Uh, Spotwiller. Spot Spotwiller. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it all, <laughs> it, it all just, yeah, it was literally, so my mum and my mum and dad are very, they're Italian. They want to know where we are all the time, you know. And is that, seriously, that is literally how it started by you doing that. And then you're like, I'll do the website. And then we did the website and then. We also had an Instagram page that we shared for our friends and family just to see us while we're on our journey. And then it literally just sort of snowballed from there. Once we said, oh, we're going traveling, the Lotus approached us and then we did a TV show. Let's not get too deep into that. So the reason like along with so that the family could track us and see us, me, myself, I'm not very big on social media like before lapping the island. I hated it, to be honest with you. I never, the only reason why I jumped on it is because all my mates were on it and Jade was on it and she basically just kept posting stuff of me and all my mates were pulling the piss out of me and I didn't know what they were pulling the piss out of me for. Oh. So in <laughs> How the good end, friends? <laughs> in the end, I bit the bullet and got my own social media account and that's where it started to grow from there. Once we got the Lap in the Island page going, we later found out that there was – hundreds of people with hundreds of these pages and we were like sort of, oh, it's yeah. not so niche after all. And we did more research and found that it's actually I reckon flooded. you guys have found a golden niche. Yeah, how funny is that? You guys don't think it's niche? And I was thinking it was. Oh, it it, it is it, and it probably was. but It's very many, saturated yeah, market now. there's that many people and it's hard to do what you want to do because it is saturated. 
yeah, you've got to have a point of difference to everybody else. Yeah. This is great. So we always talk about our unique selling proposition, USP. We do. We're, we're rather big on that. USP in a business. You guys are obviously in a highly competitive marketplace on YouTube and social media. How have you guys managed to differentiate yourselves? Tell the truth. Tell it how it is. We go very remote. We do very extreme things. <laughs> <laughs> and people like, I know this sounds terrible, but people actually like fails. And... We've failed a bit. we failed a lot. <laughs> we're not perfect. Yeah, and I guess because we're so honest and we're very raw and people like that. People like to see, look, it's not all sunshine. Every, most, most, mostly now people just share the good on social media. And don't get me wrong, we have amazing days. We, you know, everything's perfect. And, but I'm still very conscious of going, oh, my God, today I'm losing my marble. We're down the beach. You know, I just want to have five minutes, sit down and have a drink. I've got no grandparents to help me. You've got to be honest and people like that. Whereas if you pretend, oh, it's so perfect and it's so – well, it's not. Let's be Homeschooling. honest. Homeschooling is hard core. You can swear on this one. <laughs> it's coming, but you know. Homeschooling is literally hardcore. Like I have loved it, but I have also hated it. Yeah, it's, it's I, I couldn't survive. Yeah. You know my family. But it's very different. It is a very different so you've homeschooled every, lots of parents have homeschooled through COVID. It's completely different. It is nothing like that. Yeah. You know, my kids doing it in a caravan, doing it while you're driving, doing it. Getting out. Oh if you've had half God. an hour, get out there. Go for a swim. Go burn some energy. Yeah. The kids come back. They're fresh, you know, rather than being stuck in a house with COVID and it's yep. the same day in, day out, whereas we can go for two weeks without doing schoolwork or we'll, and then bunch out like a week's worth of schoolwork in a couple of days. So we've got that flexibility with the schooling. But, yeah. So would you then say it's been your ability to tell the story from start to finish with all the chapters? Yeah. There you go, podcaster. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> I, I have a few more questions. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I wanted to get on the forward driving stuff. So. <laughs> so into the beginnings, what social media did you really want to go after? And to be honest, what what is good, what is bad in your opinion? Where do you get the most amount of traction? Our passion for forward driving and fishing. Sorry, Anthony, I think I was being facetious. Uh, with the like the platforms themselves? The platforms, platforms themselves. themselves, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Facebook, okay. like Instagram. Insta, Facebook. Well, that's, that's YouTube, all we had was, was the Facebook and Instagram and the website basically for the tracking and that. That was basically it really, wasn't it? We yeah. Have you gone we, down the path of TikTok? Yes, we have got a TikTok as well. but We don't do – we don't. I'm not. It's a funny space, TikTok. It, Jade, Jade leaves it up to me, so it's not – very well. I'm not into TikTok. I'm not into TikTok. I'm not a TikTok. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. It's, it's, it's great. It's, well, we disagree. So I think it's amazing if you're using it because the organic reach on it is bizarre. It and has amazing. an amazing reach. I'm looking at the the data. So there's a few Reddit. Sorry, we're, we're sidetracking here. There's a few Reddit threads that will show you all the data they are collecting about you, mm. and it's monstrous. Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's probably that. I don't know, maybe we don't know about the amount of data Facebook's collecting, but it's that, you know, a million points of data and it's all open. That's the tech guy in you, me personally. Yeah. Oh. 
doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, where you are. I haven't really are, got much to hide. So yeah, I'm like, if someone wants to come and have a look, have a look. Everybody knows what we're doing and who we are anyway, so... You know, what's another person to add to the list? Next it's level. Once you see what they collect about, yeah, it's next level. Yeah. Do you guys like actively sort of go, hey, this one's done really well on Facebook, this one's done well on Instagram, and then the stories, have they done it all right? And then well, you guys like totally funny. two yeah. different so yeah. you've you've niches. almost like at the moment, when we first started it was do a post for face uh do do one post and it would go on both. Yeah. Instagram and Facebook. Now it's almost getting to the stage where you almost have to do a separate one for Facey and the one that you almost want for Instagram because it just reaches different. Instagram is reels. Reels have that reach for me. So my reels, we have very lighthearted, funny reels, completely off topic. Um, Just us, like we banter off each other. We scream, kill each other 24-7. People like to see that and that is what does really well for us. But then when I do a post, it's a meaningful post. It's a – um, it's going to hit home for people because they're going to feel the same. It's not just a, hey, hump day, let's rock and roll with a hump day. It's got to – to get your interaction from a post, people have to feel it. People have to understand it. So it's got to be an event almost. It's got to be not like – like an event. Like, it's got to have feeling in it. It's got to have um, – Emotion. Emotion. It's got to be emotive. Yes, yeah, so I'm just trying to sort of draw, draw that out a little bit more and flesh that out because I, I don't think I understand that concept where it's going to be emotion. So the way I translate it then is it's got to be a post that is about something. It's got to be a clicks core. with yourself. Yeah, that maybe the whoever's viewing your reel can associate with. Yeah. Hey, I'm a dad. Um, these are about the kids going wild today. Do you know what? Yep. I posted something about Alanis Morissette, this guy singing, because kids didn't put the the dishes in the sink. And I'm like, that's my daughter, 100%. You know, at 12 years of age and not putting dishes in the sink still. And, yeah, I think every parent can associate, associate with, with it. Yeah. I think those kind of posts will yeah with that generation. Like today, or I did a post the other day and I said, that's it. We've given up on parenting. We're going to sit here and drink cocktails all day. And I was bombarded. It was a Sunday afternoon and I was bombarded with messages. Don't worry. You're not the only parent. We're here with you. We're having drinks. We've given up on parenting as well. People oh, like really? to- really? So they support you? They yeah. support you. Well, do you ever get any negativity? Oh, like, oh hey, yeah, you do. Don't be bad parents. No, not about being a bad yeah, parent. No. No, I don't get always, negative. There's always oh, negativity somewhere. But there so, is yeah. There's stuff. always that one person. That's the game it? you're in though. But also it? there's people out there that are just on social media to put negative stuff on there. I've actually done a bit of a course to learn about how to deal with those situations because to start off with, they really affected me. Like Psychologically, that pe- would just be oh. – it, it hits home. Like yeah. people were sending Derek messages when we first started our YouTube and were like – don't let your wife be on there. Her voice is horrible. Um, you know, you'll, you'll do amazing. You'll be an amazing YouTuber if you just don't have your wife on there. And we got quite a lot of those. And Derek, I don't know, I think it was the fact that Derek had my back straight up and I didn't even say anything. He was just like, hey, no, this isn't about me. This is about me and my family traveling. Okay. And my wife, who cares about her voice? If you're not interested, don't write those comments. Don't watch us. It's as simple as that. Yeah. This is gold. You know, I, coming into this, this social media 
things. I didn't even think about the troll side of it. Oh, there's so many oh, yeah. trolls. I got told to have a bath and chuck a toaster in there. By some what? Guy that, yeah. By some guy that claims that he knows me through work, through previous work, had a fake account hidden behind the keyboard Jesus. and was sending me abusive messages for okay. quite a time. And then when he sent that one, that's when I reported him. That's the first person I've ever reported and got him basically kicked off. That's we just nuts. No, we didn't get kicked off. We just blocked. This is the sad side of social media. Marketing, isn't it? Well, you would, you would assume that by even look at ours. So just go but check, everybody check will tell you. You put yourself you. out there. That's it's it. It's about them. Right? Yes. And this is sad. But so it's that's what I learned. Psychologically. So that's people, what I learned. Yeah. They're projecting their own insecurities yeah. onto you. And so people's just attitude gotta, is you put yourself out there. You're open to criticism. You're open to good comments, bad comments. And it's to a certain degree you are. But at the end of the day, we're well. still human and we're still making mistakes. Oh. We're still learning. It's Here's, Okay, side topic. For the people listening – I know you guys, and so it's a bit for me Could to not say. tell. Um, <laughs> I, I could not think of more genuine people. I, I love you guys, and I'm sure it shows through. I'm definitely and editing this. No. Stop rubbing my leg. So, but no, that's actually our signal for moving on, it's, isn't it? <laughs> because you guys are so uh, – we talk about honest, and I think that's a bit wanky. Like uh, I think that word is wanky, but – it is. It's with you guys. Like it's just well, we discussed easy. it back before Christmas with Graham about honesty. He doesn't like to use that word either because he felt it's cringy. It gets overused. Yes. But again, I think if it comes from that authentic place, then it comes across, and, it, and you do well out of it. So there you go. Another but people a reinforced will authentic tip. honesty. But people will see straight through you if you're not being authentic. Like there are people that do exactly the same as us and they pretend to be authentic or, you know, but people see straight through them. People see, no, you're not authentic. You're just putting an image out there. You're pretending. And it, it's just people see through that. You've got to be real. You just be who you are. Yeah. Yeah, look. And then these words, like, I agree, they do get overused, but I think it's appropriate. So are we touching then on values before we even kick off? So before you, you started it, any endeavour, whether it's business, social, whatever, we're going, it's got to be honest, got to be integral, got to be true to self. We are only a third of the way through this and I'm learning authentic, <laughs> uh, honesty and values. I want to hold Maybe hands. Maybe when you go into it, <laughs> put, a, put, put a few things before you go into this, know your worth um, and, you know, Just know be you true. Are and, yeah, be true like to yourself. You, Poor Derek's like yeah. this band has had half a beer and he's already cracking <laughs> up the jokes. So no, this is what I'm most intrigued about. So as you can see here, we've got like a, a load of clobber just to put out a podcast once a week. You guys are doing it on the road and you're doing it across multiple yeah. platforms, you're doing it in YouTube, equipment. Yes, you got a, a monster of a car, but how how do you do it? How do you gear up? How did you not? Do you just do it off your phone? Yeah, well, most of the Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, if we do it, is just off the phone. So my biggest thing is we left to be a family, to spend time. Derek was working six weeks away, one week home, and my biggest thing was I just wanted to be a family. I just want to enjoy every moment. So if I happen to snap a really good photo when the sun's setting of my family playing, I'll use that photo, but I'm not – out there going, oh, my God, take this photo. Oh, my God, take this photo. There have been so many moments that I think back, I was, oh, why didn't I take a photo? But you know what? I was in the moment enjoying it with my family. And for us, 
that's our priority is being a family together. That's why we're doing this. All those hours of editing of YouTube is once the kids go to sleep. So there's, there's no editing when we're awake. As soon as the kids are asleep, that's when I do it. So from About eight o'clock eight to, to 12, twelve o'clock is my hours that I work on my YouTube every single night. And yeah. I will, when we're on the road, I will do organize my post through the night to set up so they I can just go in the morning. So you can save your Instagram posts. Do you have a tool? Do you have an automation no. tool? No, you I just. just it's so, I don't use it's anything. Raw. It's authentic. It it's nothing like us. I don't use anything. <laughs> So, I barely we don't edit really my have photos. That much gear. No, we don't have anything. We've got we've GoPros. Got, so you're three. running off a, a phone, and three, I've we've got, got three GoPros, which two of them are yeah, probably an older one. But I only use three now. So I've got two tens and one nine that I mainly use. The two tens are for out of water, and the nine is purely for in water. Yep. And we've got those little we've, lapels. Some. We've got the, the road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Microphones that you can hide away. If Which, we're doing an interview, we yeah. don't put them on like if Derek's forward driving or anything like that. We don't – when we're in the moment of filming, we don't put them on. It's only if we're yeah. sitting there having – I mean, our quality is probably not the best that's out there, but it's also not the worst. Definitely better than ours. Well, I, I, I got some feedback on that front. So I used to follow Ronnie Dahl a fair bit, and then he went sort of super high-end production quality. And it's actually what I didn't like watching. I didn't – I can't watch it anymore. It's just too over the top. Produced. Yeah, and – that's why I quite like your stuff, where it's just very raw, it's authentic, but you're telling a story. That's what I kind of like about it, is that you can sort of go through your uploads and you can go, oh, the trip going yeah. around Australia is really quite cool. What are you using so, to edit the software? What, so what programs? So if you're out there. Yeah. So I've got the laptop. It's a, the Surface. Surface Pro. Perfect Surface Pro. And Mora Wondershare is the program that I use. A lot of people use the... It's an annual subscription to the one that most people use and I just – it's too expensive. So the Filmora one was a once-off payment of $100 yep. and I've got the full version of it. And, yes, you can buy add-ons and stuff like that, but I haven't found as I needed them yet. I don't understand them either. So my videos are very basic because of my basic knowledge. So the little laptop – does everything that I need. Derek, they're better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen some amazing YouTube videos out there done by proper video videographers and stuff like that. And but also, like that's not us either. No, you know, I we- don't. I'm not a computer person, as Anthony would rightly tell you. So I, I am. <laughs> well, no one's a computer terrible. person, according to Anthony. So, <laughs> so it's a lie. <laughs> we've learned. We've learned as we've gone as well. It hasn't been. Yeah, I haven't done any courses. I'm a great fan of that. You know what you know. You've learned what you've learned, and that's what I want to use from now on because I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah but too, just too much I think keeping almost, it simple is the best yeah. as well. Like with us travelling, we don't want to lug around 100 pieces of gear when we're hiking or something. A simple little GoPro is perfect uh, for us. Don't get me wrong. If the film crew wants to jump on and, and film us, I'm, I'm all for it. But I'm, I'm not. not. not film crew. <laughs> so you've had an experience with a film crew. Yes. Yeah, we've done well, a couple that of TV series. About? We, Just casually, I've done the TV series. Yeah, that was a slid out there. <laughs> yeah. um, Have you not done one? No. no you no, never? No. What? You haven't no. been on TV? No, I'm, I'm still getting over the sound of my own voice. So. <laughs> oh, that, that never goes. Yeah. I hate the sound of my own voice. We all do. Um, yeah, I guess that's sort of where you built your confidence from being able to learn a few tricks of the trade. Yeah, I watched the professionals do it. So and the they TV taught us. Did you on. watch it or did 
Did they sort of teach they you? They teach set, us or? along the way. Yeah, they, we had they a give director. Us, they give us some tips and stuff like that, and the director was in your ear. And give it to me. What's their top three tips that they gave you? Oh. It's not called television, Jade. It's called television. So don't wear perfume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't do yourself up. No. It became a bit of a joke. I don't know. Just confidence, I suppose. It's and like even still, like when I first started the YouTube, a lot of like I wasn't confident, and I'm still not confident to talk in front of a camera now. If there's people around, I will not talk in front of the camera. Like yeah. I am not one of those people that would just go, selfie stick out, hey, look at me, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. I will wait for the area to clear and then I will do it. I still don't like to tell people that I do that sort of stuff either because it's it's embarrassing if you ask me. But All right. Tip one, be confident. Yeah. Tip two. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. Keep rolling. Two. Keep rolling because when you're not rolling – it's when the best stuff happens. <laughs> and do burnouts in the – I did see that episode. No, that wasn't us. Yeah, Derry got to do burnouts in a – Oh, the ram. Ram. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, the I ram. missed out. I missed out. The yeah. uh, Hemi V8. Yep. Yep, at the Demi Ute Muster. And then you bought a Ford. Yeah. Well, I see now, <laughs> now that was – that's okay. We're not talking about Fords, Rams, or Chevs right now. No, we're not. No, no, no. No, oh, I might cover for a little so bit. Clearly, time, the yeah. F350 was better. Just saying. Take that. All right. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal the show a little bit, Anthony. Sorry, mate. Uh, <laughs> query. So when did you guys go? Uh oh, we've got something here. Do we have something? Yeah, I think you got something. Do we? Yeah, I'll read yeah. It. we'll read it back out again. Facebook eleven thousand followers, Instagram nineteen thousand three hundred <laughs> followers, and my least favorite of them all is YouTube with thirteen thousand five hundred followers. Can I just start uh, interrupt you? I, I'm, I'd just oh, like I to I break wrong? this program to say I would have a lot more followers if I didn't get hacked, get hacked last year. Oh yes. So I would be like Instagram account. Double that, triple that so, okay. by now. Wow. And we'd probably have more YouTube, but um So what was the what was the phrase? I don't know if I've got something, but we lost one and then we've done it again. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what? Being on the digital marketing side of video, Instagram and Facebook, uh, I mean that's where they fall short of helping their customers, even contact with them is terrible. Yes. And they don't enable their staff to do anything at all. It was I mean, we're not going to change anything, but no, it is terrible. Instagram, Facebook, if you're listening. They're yeah. not. <laughs> Can you just put my old followers onto my new followers and, uh, like, and, and submerge could, it, please? It's not like you couldn't prove who you were. No, like, we did everything. Like yeah. yeah, we tried everything. But we Yeah. Anyway, it's in I've the past. I've about, oh, I'd say at least 10 times where customers have come to me and said, I've lost this. Or even I had one guy with a divorce. This is my business. Here it all. Here's all the ABN. I got it in divorce. But the wife set up the Facebook page. Oh. 10,000 followers on that. That's his income. Yeah. He lost it. You know, and the poor guy starting from scratch again. But yeah, that hurts. the breaks. It happens. Yep. And they've probably got, I don't know, a billion people. Um, Taking the Mickey here, so they can't just even get to everybody, yeah, or have any sort of meaningful. It, it's experience. I mean, there We're was some, the f- there was some lovely people out in Instagram that shared our story and said, "Hey, these guys, you know, these people, they lost their account due to some hackers," and we sort of got in touch that way, and it boosted up a little bit, but nowhere near where we probably would have been. But but it's that's how easy it is to lose is everything. That account still around? No, it's gone. They shut okay. it down. It, that that's how easy it is to you know. It is a social media platform. It's that easily gone. 
that's how easy it is to lose your job. And then you've got a lot of influence. Yeah. We're not Kardashians. But the good thing about YouTube is that's our source of main source of income. We have questions. I was, um, was going to leave a little later on for that. But yeah, but, yeah, okay. It's your yeah. favourite conversation. Oh, so yeah, I was, I was, no, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> Monetization, it's coming. <laughs> no, so, okay, so I guess, like, coming back to it, but when did you guys go, okay, we've got something, but I guess what you're already saying to me is, James, we, we're still building it, we're not sure what we've got, we're still on the journey? Am I might... I just, I don't know, as it grew, I suppose, once, once you hit 10K... In Insta, because it was pretty much even, even Insta and Facebook were growing rapidly at the same pace. And it was 50-50 male, female as well. That's an interesting. Yes. which Yeah, for us, which is amazing And we spoke to us. a lot of people and they were like, that's very unusual. So we obviously. Is that because you're ticking the boxes? Doing the, the family demographic piece, do you think? Possibly, or? yeah. From, you're a man's one man. Of them, one of them was full driving and the other one was the family side of things. So it sort of ticked. For me, I think I felt like we'd done something amazing was when we got our first big sponsorship through with our caravan, with the caravan company that we work for. Did that happen initially or was it as you progressed? So they no, – So that's, that was one of the things, the TV show that we went on, so What's Up Down Under. They asked us to represent them on the TV show and then – So Lotus came to you and said, hey – Represent? Will you represent Lotus? Take your caravan. So we said, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." Were you at the time? We were at the top end of Queensland, and we had to shoot down in three days to the Murray River. It was the border. It's about a three-day drive. It was a solid three-day drive. Um, So you just got (laughs) in the caravan and hammered it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and they said, "Look, you get to do all these experiences, and we'll, you know, pay you somewhat." And, yeah, we were like, look, we weren't getting paid millions of dollars, but it was the experience as well. And we were yeah. like, this will be good for us. Maybe this might actually eventuate into something. And then it did. Yeah. Like, Was that the turning point? Was that, that the, uh, okay, it was, the, it was the, one the TV? Of them, yeah. One of them. Yeah, probably starting off with the TV series yeah. was where we started to get paid. And did you notice a bump in followers from that? Or have so you had a at, gradual at, bump or did you have a massive bump? From I've at got that stage, s- we had no YouTube. So we, we, I mean, we had our YouTube channel registered in our name, yes, but we weren't putting anything on there of value. Well, you didn't really know what I to do. I didn't have a clue about YouTube. I've never watched YouTube. I've, the only thing I've ever watched <laughs> YouTube for was how do you do this? And you watch it and you go, sweet, no worries, and you go and do it. I've never, ever sat down and watched an episode like what we produce or anybody else produced or anything. I was totally in the blank that that life even existed. So, and you were just doing videos with music on them. If, I reckon if yeah. we had started back then, we would be. Yeah. So I didn't. There was no way in the world I was talking in front of the camera. But yeah, because Derek was really, and he still shy. is really shy. Yeah. But I guess doing the TV series sort of brought you out of yeah. your shell and gave you some confidence and taught you some stuff. Me, I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. So to round out content, then, do you guys have any sort of content plan? Do you have a strategy? Do you? The only plan I've got is with YouTube is start, middle, finish is what you've got to try and guess. And at first there was that much stuff that we had that it was Like you said out. before, we've got to tell a story yeah. and that's the most important thing. And was telling to get back into that groove once we start again, it's going to be quite hard, like learning all over again. But that was the only strategy that we sort of had was with that side of things was when I started YouTube. But Jade with Instagram, she knew what days 
We're good. Yeah, I follow my oh, insights. I check my insights. Yep. And I, with our, I'm sharing secrets here. No, I like the secrets. This, this is, is what this but is. But these are these learn. are big secrets. These this is what you don't talk Whoa. about when it comes to social. Four. And that's a wrap there, Closers. This conversation went on for a little while longer than anticipated and for you all to gain as much out of it as possible, we felt two parts was probably the best way to go. Part two of this conversation will be released on the 27th where we will find out Jade's big social media hack. But for now, let's let Michael take it away. Thanks for listening to the Inbound Outbound podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share with a friend and leave a rating and a review. We'll see you next time on the Inbound Outbound Podcast.